Hello everybody, welcome back to the Stack Card Podcast. My name's Matt, I'm here at XWA Rumbolution in uh, Plymouth, Massachusetts at the Plymouth Memorial Hall. It's July 24, 2021 and uh, it's really nice to be back uh, in events. You know, everybody getting together again. This is the first time people have been able to get together in, I mean, over a year. Uh, the past few weeks have been incredible in wrestling, bringing fans back. And uh, tonight was amazing. It was full of a lot of surprises, lots of surprises. We saw a former WWE superstars showing up, a lot of young, new, upcoming talent involved in some uh, high-profile matches as well. We had three championships on the line. We had the world title, tag title, and we also had another title which was defended in a seven a seven man. It was supposed to be a six man, a seven man ladder match, which ended in a very uh, I guess you could say controversial fashion. It it ended in a chase for the belt, sort of say. We started off our night on the pre-show. We saw Mosh Pit taking on Showtime where Mosh Pit picked up the victory. Um, it was a great start to the night. You know, we um, had to start at 5 TV uh, on pay-per-view, 8 p.m. So uh, this kind of gave us a little ease into the night, um, got everybody's attention. You know, I, I talked to a lot of the wrestlers, and the first match of the night is always so important just because it sets the tone for the rest of the night. If the first match is not exciting, then you don't have anything. We uh, then saw a couple of them make appearances in the Rumble at the end of the night, which was incredible match. Um, two of my favorite matches tonight took place. First the ladder match, and then the Rumble match, a 30-man over-the-top rope match. Uh, I, I get chills, I get goosebumps talking about it, because I'm just so excited to be back. Um, it's been an unbelievable year, um, and I'm just excited to uh, be back in front of you guys and doing the thing again, you know? Um, we have a seven-man uh, ladder match. We had Ace Romero, Ace Austin, Joey Bones, Flip Gordon, Steve Pena, and Lil Kion, and then the surprise guest was Dustin Waller, who uh, nobody saw coming. You know, he was supposed to be in a match um, later in the night, but the match got canceled, so they had to improvise a little bit. As you guys know, I keep this chair here, this empty chair, just in case anybody wants to stop by and say hello. Uh, this is definitely a new promotion for us, but got to meet some great faces a lot of new fans still giving out the free pins giving out the free cups uh you know and hey now we have sanitizer to go along with it so a lot of good things going on here uh, this match was insane this seven man match we have people flying everywhere bodies flying everywhere um i love you know there was one spot in the match where it was just a high-profile power bomb, like super electric. Um, the whole ring shook. Everything collapsed. Uh, all the competitors around just hit the floor. It was amazing. Uh, the power bombs were insane. There was also a power bomb to the outside of the ring onto the other competitors. Um, Ace Romero was definitely somebody to keep your eyes on during this match. 
but in the end, Joey Bones came out with the victory. Um, this was a fight at the top of the ladder, both men going back and forth. The, the belt came unhooked. So, you know, this is kind of where it gets controversial because does the man that unhooks the belt, is he declared the winner? Or is it the person who declares the belt at the end of the match declared the winner? So what happened was both men were fighting on the top of the ladder, the belt fell, and then all of a sudden it was Joey Bones who used the chair, retrieved the belt, he hit the guys on the top of the ladder, the belt fell, and it fell right into his hand. So he was declared the winner, and uh, the, cha the champion, um, it was an awesome match. You guys definitely got to tune in. Check it out online if you can. Uh, this match was unbelievable. Then we saw um, for the XWE tag team titles, we went from a high-flying, exciting ladder match over to a, a very fun, energetic, uh, sing-along type match. It was a Waves and Curls taken on the Haven, and these just guys just came to the ring with lots of energy, uh, ready to go, excited to get this match on the way, and I mean the crowd was singing along, it was awesome, it was really fun because, you know, those two matches back to back just kept everybody on the edge of the seat, um, this match went back and forth, uh, there was a few times where the Haven looked like they were about to become the new tag team champions and then waves and curls came out in the end with the victory um that just goes to show they have tag team chemistry um the chemistry in this match between both teams was amazing the way they did double team the moves um the way they worked together and they were able to keep the energy going which is something um in a tag match that can be kind of hard to do sometimes but it's, it, you know, wrestling's all about telling a story, and those guys did it well. Uh, waves and curls retrieved the belts, and the fans were into it. Everybody kept going. Uh, it was a big party. Even after the match, the both teams celebrated together and partied together. So it was really fun. Then we went into our third match of the night. Rhode Island's own JT Dunn taking on Danny Limelight. Uh, and... This was a fun match to watch because, uh, I mean, for me especially, I, you know, used to go beyond wrestling events all the time, and uh, JT Dunn's one of those guys who I haven't even gotten to see in a couple of years, and uh, he's still, still, uh, incredible performer, amazing. I mean, I think he's gotten even better. I don't know how it was possible, but he did, and he picked up the victory here in this match. Um, this was a great match, back and forth. It was really all about back and forth action. You could tell the psychology behind the moves and uh, the pace of the match. It, it was very methodic and each move was executed with I would say brilliance. I, I think uh, everything behind this match was certainly... Uh, I mean, this could be match of the night. I'm, I'm thinking about it, you know, because there were some near falls. 
uh, you know, both men going back and forth. Uh, Danny Limelight took out the powder right before the match ended. Threw the powder in JJ Dunn's face, which, you know, okay, you do what you can to win. I understand. He took the ring bell, hit JT Dunn over the head. JT Dunn kicked out. JT Dunn kept kicking out after the ring bell, the powder, the whole nine yards. He still kicked out. Uh, Danny Limelight tried to get a little flashy, jumped off the rope, catapulted right into an elbow by JT Dunn. And as you know, death by elbow, once you get hit with that elbow, it's it's pretty much death. So uh, JT Dunn picked up the victory after the match. Looked like the two had exchanged a few words. JT Dunn saying, well, you didn't need to use the powder. You put on a good match, but you didn't need to use the powder. He kicked the powder out of the ring, gave him a tap on the elbow, and walked out. So I'd like to see those two uh, go face-to-face down the road, hopefully in a match that, you know, both men are going to fight fairly, and we can see who the real winner is. Because to be honest, even though Dan- Danny Limelight used those things to his advantage, it may have cost him the match. I mean... It makes you think you're in the driver's seat when you do something like that. But really good heel work by Danny um, and JT Dunn, obviously. Awesome as always. Then uh, we saw Chris Bay taking on Trigger the OC. And uh, this was a really good match. Uh, I loved uh, Chris Bay's athleticism. He was flying around the ring like Spider-Man. Trigger the OC was more of a powerhouse guy. Uh, he won by dropping the leg drop off the top rope. Uh, very traditional, like, wrestler. He, like, that leg drop, it was beautiful. Now, here's the thing. A lot of guys now, they feel like they got to do flashy things. They got to, you know, split themselves in half in order to entertain the fans. And that's what I liked about this match. Because it was fast-paced, but it was very, like, old-school wrestling, too. He had a lot of like classic moves, uh, and that leg drop to end the match. It was it was super cool. I, I loved it. I thought it was a great finish. Um, match number five of the night: Kellen Thomas. He's the world heavyweight champion. Uh, he's really a great guy. He had to defend his title. Now he was supposed to defend his title up against w- former WWE superstar Paul London. Unfortunately, since Paul London was unable to make it, Mike Bennett showed up. And that was super cool because uh, I haven't seen Mike Bennett in a long time either, since uh, a few years ago, actually. So I wasn't expecting it at all. I didn't even see him go backstage. So um, this match was so good that the time expired. Uh, So... It was kind of like a drawer, but obviously Kellen Thomas gets to keep his World Heavyweight title. And, uh, I mean, hey, hats off to both men. It ended, both men knocked each other out. There were so many suplexes that they both passed out. Um, It was great, though. It was really good. I think the fans definitely want to see a rematch down the road. And we might have a rematch down the road because at the end of the night... When the rumble ended, something happened. And I'm going to let you guys know in a minute. Um, Let's get to our main event. We have a rumble. um, 30-man rumble. And I thought this was a perfect match because 
got to introduce us to a lot of uh, fresh young talent um, that I've never even met before, I've never seen perform. And they all did a great job holding their own, a lot of uh, near eliminations. There were a couple times where some guy's feet almost touched the floor and I was like, I had to peek over. And I was like, did his feet touch the floor? I, I was very um, unsure about it. I was very on the edge of my seat the whole match. And uh, it was really good. I mean, there were guys in there that lasted half hour, 40 minutes, just putting on a fight. And I was kind of rooting for them. And I've never even seen them perform. And I'm like, come on, hang on, hang on, hang on. You know, um, and then there were guys like Gangrel. Um, he ended up showing up on the show. It was super great to see. I mean, 30, 30 plus years at this point in the industry. A uh, guy super talented, and he can still wrestle like really well. Um, so it's great to see everyone's favorite vampire show up. Then we got to see Chris Masters, um, you know, the master of the master lock show up, and uh, that was a huge surprise. JTG was also in the match. I thought at one point JTG was going to win the match. Uh, Chris Masters actually ended up winning the match, but. Before we get to that, you know, there was Jarrett Diaz, who is an XWA superstar. He showed up and he started super kicking everybody in sight. I mean, he just came out and it was like super kick, super kick, super kick. That was really cool. I like that. Um, and then there was a female superstar in the match, uh, Jesse Nolan. She's uh, she was a competitor in the match. The only female competitor in the match and I thought it was really cool because she was like power slamming the guys she was really like putting up a fight and she lasted quite a while at least 10 minutes and um, there was at one point she had Chris Masters almost in the master lock I didn't know if she was going to lock it in um, unfortunately she didn't get to and uh, Masters eliminated her but you know probably not the best battle to pick I mean but hey it's a fighting effort I mean if you go down at least you're going down against the winner of the match Chris Masters ended up winning the match um, and now he gets a chance at the XWA World Heavyweight Championship at the next event now at the end Masters was walking to the top of the stage a picture you can see on the Sackard Twitter page we're back on Twitter by the way um Masters was there and then the champion came out and he was kind of waiting for him at the top of the stage Kellen Thomas and then also who came out which was kind of a surprise because I thought okay this sets up Kellen Thomas versus Masters for the next event but then Bennett also came out now Bennett was supposed to be a surprise uh, competitor in tonight but because the match ended in a draw because they both passed out. Now it makes you wonder if it's gonna be a triple threat match. I mean, he has a case, he never lost. He wasn't pinned, he didn't submit. So technically he deserves a title match, I would say. Uh, so we're gonna see what happens there at the next XWA event. Uh, are we gonna see three men face off for the title or two? I'll try to... Uh, get in touch with any of them and see if we could get some answers um, but definitely great to be back out here they're taking down the ring right now I always I always admired how the ring looks I mean it's super cool 
when, when they put like it's almost like the X Division I'm not sure you know if any of you guys remember certain things but old school TNA they used to have those steel posts right there they used to have those steel posts with the ropes right there going across to the center of the ring and you had to retrieve the X at the top and um, I, when I saw the ropes and I saw steel beams, I'm like, oh my god, this ain't a ladder match. This is an X-Division match. Um, unfortunately, they didn't use the ropes, but that's probably because the ropes would snap. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, uh, I've been watching a lot of old school TNA recently. If you have any streaming like Roku TV, Amazon Fire, there's a network called Pluto TV. And um, on Pluto TV, I think it depends on location, but every Pluto TV I've used um, has a channel specifically for Impact Wrestling. And a lot of the guys here tonight, I mean, Ace Austin and, um, you know, Chris Bay, a lot of, I mean, Mike Bennett used to be in Impact Wrestling. A lot of these guys were in Impact Wrestling or are in Impact Wrestling so um, you can also catch them there and they show a lot of the old school stuff too which I think it's really nice because it's good to compare sometimes how not so much compare but kind of take a look back at how much the sport has evolved over the years and you can kind of see the difference and you can pick up on the things that are great and the things that aren't so great and um, it's really nice to look at from a different perspective. Well, y'all, I think I'm going to wrap it up here. It's going to be a shorter show today. Um, I didn't get any co-hosts, but I'm back, and that's a good sign because that means you might get a show next month or next year. You never know. That's the thing. Here on the Stack Card, we like to keep it surprises. So maybe you'll see me in two years. Maybe you'll see me in three Maybe you might never see me again. Not because I'm going to die or anything, but just because, you know, wrestling, right? I mean, I don't even pay for cable anymore. I just use streaming stuff. But the issue is WWE uploads their stuff a month late. Thank you, WWE. Um, but they have a program called this. this. Oh, wow, look at that. We have a ring announcer up there singing. Uh, wow, what a beautiful voice. Um, yeah, so this week in WWE, obviously, shows a recap of Raw and SmackDown. So that's where I watch myself. But I'll be back. I'll get the guys together, and we'll do a show before Ben goes back to Africa. All right, y'all. It was great talking to you again. Uh, once again, this was XWA Rumbolution in Plymouth, Mass., July 24, 2021. As always, bye-bye.